it's been a week or two, maybe three, since I've recorded a podcast. And, you know, I've shared before, when everyone else gets loud, I try to get quiet and really focus in on what the Lord is saying. When media gets loud or other people get loud, you know, in ministry and declaring whatever from the rooftops or whatever, I get quiet. I want to hear the Lord. I don't want to hear all the other voices. And so I've been really thinking about, as of recently, when Paul says, I count it all rubbish in compared to knowing Christ. And I know many people probably attribute that to like his educational background of like when, you know, he was a Pharisee. But what if he was actually talking about everything? Like literally everything. Like nothing is as valuable as the knowledge of Christ, of Jesus. Knowing nothing is as valuable as knowing Jesus. Where we just, we keep our focus, we keep our gaze, we keep our mind on him and not all the other stuff, not all the other junk. It's easy to keep our minds on the other stuff. We have so much information coming at us and going and just flying at us that it's, we've almost lost our sense of mystery of like not knowing something. Even, you know, most people would attribute to me of being like an internet type person and a tech person. And I've found myself, if I don't know the answer to something, just letting it go. Like, you know, when I was younger, I didn't have access to Google. We had encyclopedias, but we didn't have the instant gratification of, of a mystery solved. And that instant gratification in some cases has become overwhelming to us. It's become overbearing where we don't just have mystery in our lives. And so we constantly want to know what's ahead, what's in front of us, what the future holds. And though this podcast isn't necessarily dedicated or uh, directed towards definitely not scripted uh, towards the the prophetic we've turned the prophetic into a fortune cookie magic eight ball type thing and we've all ma- made it about we you know we've made it about future telling events and things of that nature and that's really the prophetic is to reveal Jesus not what happens on Tuesday November 4th in 2021. I don't know if even November 4th, 2021 is even a Tuesday. Uh, now I'm just going to be curious and I'm going to have to look. See, I want to, I want to know. I could just wait, but anyways, I digress. 
And I'm sorry that you just had to listen through that rant. This is what happens when you don't script stuff. So Paul says, I count it all as loss. It's, it's, it's irrelevant. It's not important. But what is important is Jesus. That's what's important. None of this other stuff. But our mind and our lives are flooded with the abundant of information. And it's some of it sounds and looks really spiritual and other stuff is news and other stuff is social media about other people's lives. You know, like even entertainers now don't have the ability to have private lives because of social media, because we're flooded with information about their lives and some stuff. We're just better off not knowing. We're just, we don't need to know certain things. And it is good for us to not know everything. We've, we've replaced the idea of faith in a matter with information. Well, I just want to know if I'm supposed to do this because of X, Y, and Z. And I just need confirmation. But confirmation isn't really a principle that we find in scripture at all whatsoever. Or if it is, it's that confirmation came as they went. It was as they were doing whatever it is that they were doing that they realized that, hey, this is really what I'm supposed to be doing. And even then, you don't even really know because, you know, if you think about the lives of the disciples and people throughout Scripture, when they were doing what they were supposed to doing, they were basically walking uphill both on both sides in the snow with no shoes. So anyways, it's all... None of it matters compared to knowing Christ. That's why Paul said, like, you know, within that same context, that we should focus on the things that are pure, that are lovely, that are deserving of praise, the things that give God glory. Then, in Philippians 4.13, he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not through all things through ABC or MSNBC or Fox News or whatever you're or DuckDuckGo, or whatever. Not all things that I Google that strengthen me. But, I can do all things through Christ, because Christ has become my anchor. Christ has become my center. Christ has become the very thing that I depend on. Because everything else is rubbish. Everything else doesn't mean anything. All the research that we're doing, and all the... uh, Googling of whatever it might be, whether it's about the vaccine or COVID or whether it's about the presidency or, or all that stuff. None of that is important at all whatsoever compared to knowing Christ. Well, I have people perish for a lack of knowledge. I can hear people saying that now. Wesley, my scripture says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Yes, go read that. Go read that passage in the context of what it's saying. What he's saying is the priests, those who are supposed to know me, are perishing because they do not know me. My people perish because they don't know me. And rain 
my kitten is very much a part of this podcast right now. This is why I don't really ever record at home. So that's what you hear running around. So it's not that we perish because we don't know stuff. It's we perish because we don't know him. And we're replacing him with a lot of information. We're replacing him with information about him without actually knowing him. Even Bobby Connor has been quoted to say that we've become all too familiar with a God we barely even know. You know, it's if we wanted to break it down from a scientific perspective, it's maybe on a good day we, we experience three dimension, four dimensions. And science has discovered up to last time I heard was like 14 uh, dimensions. But here we have God who has infinite amount of dimensions. And we've become really familiar with that. And so we perish because we don't know him. We die because we don't have life. This is going to be an interesting, but I got to not ever do this again in my house. Uh, But we're almost 10 minutes in and I don't feel like restarting. We perish because we don't know him because we don't we have knowledge but we don't have Christ we have knowledge but we don't have Christ and so that brings me to this question what tree are we really eating from right now what is the tree that we're in front of right now because it's becoming time to decide what tree we're going to eat from Are we going to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil or from the tree of life? See, the tree of knowledge of good and evil was presented as something one we're not supposed to eat from because it doesn't give life. See, that's the thing is you could have good and evil. You could have good, but it may not be life. Do you want the fruit of good or the fruit of life? And then it was later used as a way to to trick Eve into saying you're inadequate you're missing something but all the while the Lord created you and fashioned you in his image so you're not really missing anything at all whatsoever there's not one thing that you're missing so what tree are we eating from if what, we're, if what we're eating as information, because I have to stay apprised, I need to know the tactics of the enemy, brother. That's the spiritual thing to do. No, it's not. The spiritual thing to do is to know Jesus. The spiritual thing to do is know your father and what he's doing. We Don't worry about what the enemy is doing. Look at what he's doing. Look what the Lord is doing. Don't eat from that tree of knowledge. Really, that's just we just call it the tree of knowledge because it can be good or evil, but the fact is that it's knowledge. And I'll leave you kind of with this thought. <laughs> 
Bob Jones said that good is the enemy of what's best. Don't settle for good. Don't live from a place of good. Live from a place of life, what's best. Live from a place of God. I mean, that's what you were always intended for in the first place, is to live from a place of God, not from a place of good. Don't, don't get yourself wrapped up in all of this. I have to know about this and I have to know about that. And did you read what this said and read what that said? You know, I had a phone call with somebody the other day. And they were just saying, like, I don't know what to do about all this. This is getting, this is getting out of hand. And they're like, do you, do you read or look at anything? And I'm like, no. Like, I don't pay attention to the, like... I stay apprised on certain things, but like the way some of us are going at it, going at it. And honestly, all we're doing is in most cases, like sharing misinformation anyways. And we don't realize the effect that it's having on other people, let alone ourselves. There was a study that was done years ago and they took, uh, I want to say it was a water molecule and they put it under a microscope and they begin to feed it with all this negative noise, all this negative stuff. And it became, it, the water appeared to be agitated. The water appeared to be angry even. You could tell that it was disturbed, that it was bothered. And then they played peaceful noises around it and everything. And the water was calm. Like all, you could see all the cells inside the water and it was calm. If what you're consuming is not one revealing Jesus as far as the spiritual stuff, the spiritual stuff, the, the, you know, all the articles and blah, 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 and all that stuff. If it's not revealing Jesus, don't waste your time with it. I don't care who put it out. If I put it out and it's not revealing Jesus, who cares? You know, whatever. But when, and then on the other side of things, when you're doing your Googling and whatnot, if what you're looking at isn't revealing Jesus, let it go. If it's not revealing life, if it's not producing life, if it's causing you to be agitated, stressed out, fearful, that's not God. Nothing about that is the Lord. Just let it go. Thank you guys for just taking the time to listen to this. Soon we're going to be recording some episodes with a buddy of mine, which is going to be fun. Uh, He'll be coming into town soon. And uh, if you haven't, reach out to me on text. 916-579-6866. That's 579 Six eight six six area code nine one six, and you can text me directly there. I do a daily devotional text message type thing, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Bless you guys, love you guys, 
If you need more information, visit lovespeaks.io. Again, lovespeaks.io.